Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast here. I'm Jonathan in Melbourne and it is my great privilege and pleasure to be a communicator of the good news of the Kingdom of God. Ah, That's our revelation, that is our truth. You know, there is no religion in the Kingdom of God do you think that Rome, as an empire, was a had religion? No. There was Caesar, who was the king, and there was his inner court. And whatever he wanted to do, he spoke it out loud in the Senate. And his inner court, his ecclesia they were responsible to implement his words and they went out and told the you know the army basically the military to to go and do it and that is the kingdom that Jesus describes when Jesus referred to the ecclesia he used this the the roman terminology when he talked to Peter and he said, you know, upon this rock will I build my ecclesia, Peter would have understood necessarily that the Jesus was referring to the kingdom of Rome. Jesus was saying, I am Caesar. I am the king and you are my senate. You, disciples, you you are my Senate. And these words of mine that I've spoken, you are responsible for their implementation on the colony of earth. They understood the kingdom. That is why they were able to bear fruit. Rome was the kingdom, the country. Caesar was the king. The Senate was his ecclesia and Jerusalem was the colony. It is exactly the same today. Jesus Christ is our king. We are his church, the pillar and the grounding of the truth. We implement his word as we pray. I mean, I prayed with my mum and my house church, that gambling would be illegal in Victoria. I only prayed it a couple of times over the last year and a half, and the casino is being shut down. That's right, the casino <laughs> in Melbourne is losing its license, very likely to lose its license. It's already lost the opportunity to expand to other territories. And this is because I prohibited the 
that spirit of gambling to operate. Now, we are continuing to believe I want gambling to be illegal in my city. So I'm taking responsibility for Melbourne. I prohibit gambling. I prohibit prostitution in Melbourne. I prohibit the advertisement of alcohol. The same way cigarettes are illegal to be advertised, you can still buy them. I want alcohol and pornography to be illegal to be advertised. So I'm taking responsibility for my city. Now, when I pray, the military are dispatched. You see, I didn't do anything. I am a citizen of heaven. And when I speak, the army goes out and does my words. You see, in a kingdom, the citizens don't fight. In an army, in, in a kingdom, the, the military fight, the citizens vote. The citizens stayed in Rome and watched the gladiators fight and were given free bread. The military went out. And it is exactly the same. Listen, never is the church in the Bible referred to as the military. The church, the church are the citizens. We are the citizens of heaven. We are the heirs of all things. We are those who inherit salvation. We are the sons of God. The angels are the military. That's why Ephesians chapter 6 focuses on citizenship. What does that mean? Ephesians chapter 6, it explains that the role of the citizen of heaven which is you and I, is to pray. It says, doing these things stand. And when you've done all of these things stand, stand therefore with the shield of faith, stand therefore, pray at all times about all things. So we as citizens of the kingdom of God who have no religion, not a bone in our body, we declare the words of our king and the angels go and do the work. The angels are the ones who fight. When Daniel prayed, the angels were the ones who were fighting. All Daniel had to do as a citizen was speak. Jesus said, speak therefore to the mountain and it will be removed. I'd say gambling is a pretty big mountain. And all I did, holding a beautiful cup of specialty coffee, was speak. So what has he given you to speak? What has he given you to speak today? That is your responsibility. A Christian is not meant to fight. Our fight is the good fight of faith. Our fight is to speak and to trust that the angels are going to do the work. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Father God. There's a victory cry today. Okay, okay, I'm allowed to give you the bomb. Are you ready for the bomb, the big bang? Listen, guys, this is really important. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. We are in the Garden of Eden now. When you look into your spirit man, God is there. When you look into your spirit man, there are no worries, there are no cares. You will discover that everything that Jesus said is already true. You know, when we look at that scripture in Revelation chapter 21, it says that every tear is wiped away. Well, what if, you know, what if your your sibling was murdered? What if you had a terrible car accident, you know, what? how could that possibly be? But it is true that he will wipe away every tear. It's as if you never sinned, the Bible said. When God the Father looks at you, he says you are perfect. He, has, he cannot find your trespasses. They are gone. You might remember them, but God, he can't find them. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what you did. Think about that. Maybe you committed adultery. Maybe you robbed a bank. Maybe you killed somebody. If you have confessed your sins to God, if you believe in Jesus Christ and you've repented and you're following him, I'm telling you, God doesn't know what you did because he has forgotten He's not a liar. It is not a joke. It is not a metaphor. He has forgotten your sins. He has blotted them out. They do not exist. He can't remember them. It's the truth. When God looks at you, it is as if you have never sinned. He has no way to find it. He's deleted it. It might feel real to you because you lived through that and you have a chemical memory in the brain, but it never happened. As far as the east is from the west, he's removed them from you. He has blotted out your transgressions. That means they are blotted out. You cannot unblot what has been blotted out. Okay? It's like ink. If you, if you write something with ink in a parchment and then you pour a big vial of ink over the parchment, there is, it is impossible to read. It is gone. So you are holy right now. You are, in fact, the holiest of holies. How can the Holy Spirit live inside of your body If you are not holy, if you weren't as holy as God, that's right. If you weren't as holy as God is holy right now, you would die the moment he indwelt your body. God would kill you if he lived inside of you and you had sin in your life. Okay. The Bible clearly says that the father has the same love for you that he has for Jesus. 
the Bible clearly says that you will be glorified with Christ. Glorified. The Bible clearly says that you sit on the throne. Jesus said, you will sit on my throne. My throne. As I sat on my father's throne. So today I do not come to you with religion. I come to you with kingdom. Okay? The kingdom of God is a real place. It is a government. As I said before, there is there was no religion in Rome. It was a military expansionist empire. And the kingdom of heaven wants to grow. It wants to take over. Amazon is like a lazy child compared to the kingdom of God. You think that Amazon is Machiavellian or ambitious. No, God said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, all flesh. That includes the animals, if, if you ask me, but we're not going to get into to doctrine here. I'm just trying to push you into the kingdom of God where the Bible says that he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. He said the rocks are going to cry out if we don't praise him. He said the trees are going to clap their hands. So don't be so religious. Do you know the four living creatures are my pets? I've heard them sing. Their sing sounds like a cry of many voices. Even as I talk, they start to come into the room right now. If you're sensitive, you'll start to feel a shift, a heaviness come into the atmosphere. I'm not being rude when I say that they are my pets. Now, I'm not putting a leash on them because I want them to be free and and to be who God called them to be. And they're beautiful, even though some might say they're a bit ugly because of the eyes and the wheels and all that stuff. But what I'm saying to you is if you inherit all things, if heaven is yours, if you are God's inheritance and God is your inheritance and you have everything that Jesus has and it says that if he gave you his son, he will give you all things, then you own the earth and you own heaven. God wants you and I to walk on the earth as sons of God, made in the image of God, an exact copy of God, living out of our spirit man. And that's what I'm trying to get to today. The spirit of man is meant to be on the outside. The spirit of man is meant to be covered by the Spirit of God and the glory of God. So what happens is you are being transformed today. You are being transformed into the image of Christ. It's not by your own works. 
but it's by the glory of God, the power of God that works mightily in you to do the good works that he, be, that he caused you to do, that he prepared in advance for you to do. And it's by yielding. It's by saying yes. It's by looking inside of your spirit man and seeing that God is there. And when you look inside your spirit man, you realise that everything else is a lie that Satan is the father of lies and this whole world economy, the whole world system is based on lies, based on deception. Satan introduced himself as a middleman. I've written about this in my book called God Men. Oh, my God. Look, it challenges me. That book challenges me. I can't hardly read it because it's so out there. It's out there because we are so far from <laughs> we're so far from believing how God the the truth of the kingdom of God that God gave the earth to man that we are meant to rule and to reign we will judge the angels we will judge the angels God gave us the authority to forgive sins. Come on, who can forgive sins but God? I can. I can. The sins that I retain are retained. The sins that I forgive are forgiven. So we truly are his ambassadors on the earth. We truly are ministers of his kingdom of reconciliation. We are reconciling people to God. We are saying to them, be ye reconciled to God because he is not, and I repeat, not holding your sins against you. He does not count man's sins. So why do you? Why do you? Why do you? God is not counting Barack Obama's sins against him. God is not counting Joe Biden's sins against him. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. Yes, there will be judgment if they don't repent. But Jesus said, let the wheat and the tares grow together. Let the sheep and the goats go grow together. Let the good fish and the bad fish be collected together because at the end of the age, when he crushes Satan under his feet, when we crush Satan under our feet, when we see that he's but a little snake and a worm, when the angels who are kept in chains for judgment get judged and when Satan gets thrown away forever and ever, we will see those who were his. We will see those who bear his name. We will see those who will live and never die. But right now we don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you're a true Christian or not. I don't know. But I do know that that he owns you. And if you would let him take over, you would see who you really are. When we awake in his likeness, we will realize that we are just like him. Now, I love John, 1 John, 
says that a Christian is this. A Christian is one who obeys him. So that's a great test. Are you in relationship with Jesus? Does he own you? Are you really following him? Have you really let go of your own agenda? Because Jesus made it very clear that we need to lose our life to find it. So it's not about how big your church is or how anointed you are or how powerful you are or, or how many signs and wonders are following you, although that is a good, a good sign. But does he know you? Do you obey him? And I believe that he gave us a great key, and I'm going to wrap this up soon. Holy Spirit said to wrap it up, but I've got to finish where I was going. When you look deep inside your spirit, you will see that you are a God man, that you are a man who is owned by God, that your spirit is born again, that Jesus Christ is living on the inside of you and it's no longer you who lives, but Christ who lives within you and you will find that there's peace and that there's joy. Now, if you don't experience that right now, it's still true, but it's evidence to you and I that you are in your soul. And that's what I was trying to get to. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, those are the sons of God. Now, the Spirit of God is a spirit, and he's seeking those who will worship him in spirit and truth. If God is spirit, then he's talking to your spirit man. He's not talking to your mind. That's why we need to repent. Repentance is in the mind. Paul, Paul says in Galatians that we were sinners in the lusts of our flesh and of our mind. We need to be renewed in our mind. We need to be transformed by the washing of the water of the word. This isn't hard work. It's a switch that you flick. Yes, there's obedience, there's sacrifice, there's fasting and prayer and praying in tongues and worship and all these things and reading the Bible. But what I'm trying to say to you in a, in a moment, in a nutshell, is that if you are living in your spirit today, you will fly with God. You, if you're living in your spirit today, then you are living with your spirit on the outside. When people see you, they see your spirit. They feel God on you. They see the eyes of Jesus through you. They hear the river and rushing of many waters on your voice. But if you wake up in the morning and you're in your soul, you're in your mind, your will, oh, what have I got to do today? I've got to go to work. I don't feel like praying today. Where's God? God's gone missing. I can't find him. Maybe I've done something wrong. No. Listen, you are in your flesh. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Those who gratify the flesh, they will not please God. They cannot please God. The things of the flesh cannot comprehend the things of the Spirit. You are on the outside. Let me leave you with this profound statement to ponder. When Jesus said that you need to deny yourself, focus on that word self. What is yourself if it's not your soul? In other words, Jesus is saying, deny your soul. He said, follow me. So your soul is your mind, will and emotions. And today, this is the key. It might seem really simple. It might seem really hard or too simple. 
but this is the truth and this is what you need to do. You need to overcome your soul. 1 Thessalonians 5 says that the proper order of man is to be a glory of God covered spirit who has a soul and a body. Your body must submit to your soul. That's why your mind says to your body, I'm going to brush my teeth right now. And then your body obeys your mind. Your will says, I'm going to get up and pray. And your body and your tongue obey your will. So you as a soul need to be governing your body. And you as a spirit need to be governing governing your soul. So your spirit is governed by the Holy Spirit who happens to be the governor. Holy Spirit, go there. Go there. Go there now. Catch fire, Holy Spirit, on these young people who are listening today. That's right. You're young no matter what your age. Lord, oh my God, Lord, start their engines today, God. Start their engines today as you started my engine, even as a born-again Christian. Lord, may they start praying in tongues. May they start to overcome and overthrow their, the devil and their flesh and their mind, will and emotions. May they start to live from the Spirit first from their spirit man who is one with God. That's right, guys. You are one with God right now. You are seated in the heavenly places right now, but it's in your spirit man. So get out of your soul today. You do it by an act of your will. You can choose right now to go to the spirit. You can choose right now to be like Jesus on the earth, to be like Smith Wigglesworth. It is an act of faith. Faith is an act, an action. Faith is an action. No matter what you're feeling, no matter what you're thinking, right now you switch over into the Spirit of God. I'm telling you the truth. The keys are in your hands. You can go there right now. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. I've been Jonathan. You've been listening. This is the Kingdom Dynamics podcast, and I hope you are well. God, goodbye. And I will see first.